0: Primary day is in the books. There were several mayoral races that were hotly contested around the capital region, and one ended in a bit of an upset. Western New York native Staff Sergeant David Bellavia receiving the Medal of Honor yesterday at the White House, making him the first living...
1: This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. It is June 26th, and I'm Jasper Gantz with your Storm Tracker forecast. Who's ready for some good pool days? Yes, the sprinklers good for the kiddos, over the next few days, a lot of heat and humidity will be building in. Today's high of 86 degrees will keep you steamy, so find a way to beat the heat today with all that sunshine. The key word is staying dry until the threat for some isolated thunderstorms rolls back in after 6 and 7 o'clock this evening. One or two of those storms can't push on strong, but nonetheless pretty scattered along a line of storms that works in as early as 6 or 7 through the evening and then will dry out overnight. We back down to a low of 66 and by tomorrow more sunshine and a high of 80 87 degrees. Uh huh. The heat continues right through Friday with another high of 87 and we have plenty of sunshine Thursday and Friday. It's just after Friday evening we could see a chance for an isolated thunderstorm overnight and that will lead us into a bit of an unsettled weekend. It's not a washout this weekend, but you will note we get wetter come Saturday. Some showers and thunderstorms in the morning can't be ruled out. Otherwise sunshine in between those shower threats, a high of 84 and we'll cool it back down to a high of 80 on Sunday and again more sunshine, but you can't rule out a few showers. Showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon into the evening. It looks like we'll dry out to kick off the next work week and even be a little more comfortable. A high of 78 by Monday warms right up quickly to a high of 84 by Tuesday. That's your updated storm tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines.
2: In the news today, several capital region cities held primary elections for mayoral seats last night, and we have the results for you. The Cohoes race ending in an upset with challenger Bill Keeler defeating incumbent Sean Morse, who's facing federal charges for the misuse of campaign funds. In Troy, incumbent Mayor Patrick Madden defeating Democratic challenger Rodney Wiltshire in a landslide victory. In Schenectady, it was a closer race. The incumbent Mayor Gary McCarthy defeating Teresa McCalman 52% to 48%. And finally in Hudson, challenger Kamal Johnson soundly defeating incumbent Rick Rector. For your other results, you can go to news10.com. A six-year-old boy is recovering this morning
1: after being hit by a car in Schenectady. It happened yesterday in the area of Ashmore Avenue and Central Parkway. Police say the boy was riding his bicycle. Officers are reminding drivers to keep an eye out for kids now that school is out for the summer.
2: An arrest has been made in a homicide investigation in the city of Amsterdam. 37-year-old Michael Cable found dead last Wednesday on the sidewalk outside of his first-floor apartment on Lefford Street. Police say he'd been attacked inside his home and then went out to find help. More details on this arrest are expected to be released later this morning.
0: Continuing coverage on a business in Saratoga raided by multiple law enforcement agencies, including the FBI. Turbine Services Incorporated, operated by Ronald Riggi and his brother. Ronald Riggi is the husband of well-known Saratoga socialite Michelle Riggi. The FBI has not released very many details about what they were looking for inside that building, which sits on Old Gick Road. We should learn more in the coming days. Stay tuned. We'll keep you updated.
1: To an update now, after a 76-year-old man was hit by a car in Latham Monday night. News 10 has learned that the driver of that car, 19-year-old man from Aero Park, was allegedly driving without a license or proof of insurance, the victim suffering minor injuries.
2: And today a new law goes into effect, helping to make slow-moving vehicles like farm equipment more visible to other drivers. The new law requires these types of vehicles display a speed identification symbol, simply a triangle, that lets other drivers know they need to watch out. A green initiative right on the city streets of Albany. Yeah, New CityBC's Jamie DeLine telling us
0: now how it's going to shine a light on reducing greenhouse gases in this effort. Jamie, good morning.
1: Good morning. Albany will be getting new, smart, energy-efficient street lights. The New York Power Authority is working with the city to replace these old lights in an effort to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. They say taking out these old lights is the equivalent of taking out 600 cars off the road. The New York Power Authority will also be providing the city with $850,000 in funding for the nearly $20 million upgrade. Now 11,000 streetlights will be replaced and this is all a part of the Smart Street Lighting Initiative that was announced in Governor Cuomo's State of the State Address last year. And now this will be saving the City of Albany over $3 million. Reporting live in Albany, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC.
0: And Madison Vandenberg captured the hearts of America during her American Idol run, right? Now she's getting a big honor right here at home. Albany County Executive Dan McCoy will be crowning Madison as Albany County Citizen of the Month. She's receiving the honor, he says, for her hard work, dedication, and for being an ambassador for the county. And remember, this Friday, have you gotten your tickets yet? Madison and her best friend, local voice contestant, Mariah Fermika will be performing at the Times Union Center Friday night.
1: Tonight, Troy's Rockin' on the River summer concert series continues. The free show kicks off at five o'clock with the folk rock band Driftwood performing.
0: Western New York native Staff Sergeant David Bellavia receiving the Medal of Honor yesterday at the White House, making him the first living Iraq War veteran to receive that recognition. We honor your extraordinary courage. We salute your selfless service.
3: Bellavia accepted the award from President Trump on behalf of those he served with in Fallujah.
0: This is our award, and we're treating it like it's our award. And they've really, their love and kindness has really meant the world to me.
3: On November 10th, 2004, the platoon came under attack while on a mission.
0: We were engaged by multiple insurgents, and uh, we ended up being pinned down under fire and uh, we we couldn't get out.
3: Retired Sergeant First Class Colin Fitz credits Bellavia's bravery for saving his life. War correspondent Michael Ware was embedded with the group and witnessed the heroic
4: acts. David Bellavia had to go back in to a darkened nightmare of a house where he knew that there was at least five or six suicidal jihadis waiting.
3: Bellavia was originally awarded the Silver Star. Then in 2016, after second review from the Defense Department, President Trump decided that Bellavia's actions were deserving of the nation's highest honor for valor. Now retired from the military, Bellavia tells me it's his honor to have served our country. And he hopes his story inspires future generations to serve as well.
0: Whatever branch of service you choose, Uh, You're a part of something very special and a great institution and you're going to make this country better.
3: In Washington, Bree Jackson.
4: Now this doesn't cost a thing, it brings you outside, and binoculars are optional.
0: We'll get that yellow warbler to pop out, that
1: would be something special.
4: This is Drew Hopkins. He's been birdwatching since he was 15 years old.
1: It is what it is. Uh, it's watching birds and it can be a lot of fun.
4: He works at the Five Rivers Environmental Education Center in Delmar.
1: Uh, there are so many different kinds of birds here at Five Rivers this year. We've already seen over 150 different species of birds.
4: Birdwatching is prime at the Living Museum, which is comprised of more than 450 acres of fields, forests, and wetlands. You say is the key when it comes to birding?
1: Ah, uh, listening is actually listening for birds, hearing them, that's the most important thing
2: you can do.
4: I spot birds of all different varieties, like the northern cardinal, red winged blackbird, and cedar waxwing. The grounds are free to visit and open daily from sunrise to sunset. In Del Mar, Cassie Hudson, News 10, ABC.